welcome back to another episode of Disc Read Error, the podcast where every week we dive into the fascinating and extensive library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. I'm Derek Kicker. I'm Ian Golding. And this week we are kicking off Sequel Month. Sequel Month. Every game this month is going to be a sequel to a game that was originally on a different console. So this week we're doing Twisted Metal Black, which is, of course, a sequel to a bunch of games on the PlayStation 1. Yes. So Twisted Metal Black, this was kind of a pivot. Yeah. We originally didn't plan to do Twisted Metal Black this week. We did not. But Peacock decided that they were going to drop a little teaser for the upcoming Twisted Metal TV show, which I will be 100% honest with you, I had no idea was going to be a thing. I had no fucking clue. I had not heard a word about this. Nope. I, I, I saw like the, the poster, like the, the, they released like a little poster preview thing. And then mm-hmm. next thing I know, there was a teaser. Yeah, they just up and decided to ruin everyone's fucking weekend by releasing it last Friday. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. And oh, I mean, just say it. There's no, there's no it's, fucking. There's it's no one of the here. worst things I've ever seen. It might be, it might be the worst thing I've ever seen. I've seen some shit. I don't understand how it can be so bad in what thirty seconds. First, and we'll talk about little tagger on the end, but the first, four, however long it is, it's, I think it's 40 seconds, the first 30 is so, I, 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 I almost can't explain the feeling I have in watching this thing. Like, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Anthony Mackie, I think his name is, the actor, he's got charisma, he's got fucking charm, he's great in everything he's in. He was even great as the bad guy in 8 Mile. However. Holy fucking shit! Does he look like he's just here for a fucking paycheck? I, this whole this whole movie looks like a paycheck. Talk about fundamentally misunderstanding your source material. Completely missing the vibe of Twisted Metal by a country mile. Holy shit! By a country, not a country fucking mile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is just the worst. One of the worst. I can't. So I I really liked the Mario movie, and I would even say that the Mortal Kombat movie that came out two years ago was fine. It was enjoyable. Yeah. So between that and say something like The Last of Us. Which I loved. Here I am thinking this might be it. Maybe this is the turn. Maybe this is the turn for video game properties being turned into... TV shows and movies. And then this hunk of shit comes out. And then Lens Steal My Sunshine starts fucking playing. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Thought experiment real quick here. Could you think of a worse song to put in this trailer? I know. I know they're going with an ironic thing here, but even that is, it's like such a bad, like it's a bad song. 
Yeah. Like I get happy sunshine, blah, blah, blah. But it just didn't fucking land. And that song is ear fucking poison. Well, and the worst, the, the worst thing about it is not only did they put that song in there, but they have him dancing to it, which, oh, okay, right. I understand like maybe, okay, there's like the, the juxtaposition, the contrast of like this dark subject matter and like a happy song. I get that. Yes, of course. That's yeah, not course. what this is. This is no. weird, campy, like, and not in a good way, campy, just like shit. Okay, so he's like sitting in his fucking uh I don't know, it's like a Subaru or yeah, something. Yeah, it looks like, like a, it looks like a like a WRX or something. Yeah, STI, yeah. And it's all wrecked up and it's got machine guns in the front and he's like flipping through his CD case, whatever. And then he pulls out a CD it says Road Mix. First of all, Lens Steal My Sunshine has been on no human being's road mix ever. I will bet money if if you're listening right now and you can prove to me that it was on a road mix before this. I'll tell you right now, I'll give you $100. I'll venue a fucking $100. I need the proof, though. So, and then he's, like, driving in a field, shooting machine guns at nothing that are built into his car, after he then put shotgun shells in his shot... What are we doing? Yeah, what he has is a glove this? box full of shotgun shells. Yeah, mm-hmm. It really kind of, like, threw me for a loop that they would show him shooting at nothing. Why? Why show him shoot at all? The only thing... The- only thing the only small thing i can hope and this is such a fucking reach and if i'm right i'm a hero especially talking about twisted metal black they're all in a fucking insane asylum maybe none of this is real and it's all in his head and he's fucking crazy if that's the case i might 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 think it might not be complete and utter dog shit yeah because watching it it made me feel like i was in an insane asylum yes and yes. it was a fever dream. I'm thinking back, and this you might not have this thing, but they did this thing for that game, T- Team Fortress 2, years and years ago. Meet the, and you met each of the classes. And the big thing was who's behind the mask of the one with the flamethrower. I think it might have been, I don't remember what that class was called, but they had a flamethrower. And it was like, what kind of sick, twisted mind? And then like they made these little videos, and this was meet the whatever he is, bad guy, guy with the flamethrower. And then you went inside like their head and in their head, it wasn't a flamethrower. They were shooting bubbles <laughs> at like dancing unicorns and shit. And it's to uh, like really funny, upbeat music. And so you got the idea that this person is fucking insane. And instead of setting people on fire, they thought they were shooting bubbles at like unicorns and happy. And they'd cut back and forth between that and what was really happening. And it was really fucking clever. That is the only thing I can fucking hold on to right now is what might be going on with this trailer. Yeah, somehow I don't. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith that that's what's happening here. Also, the little the little sweet tooth tag at yeah, the, let's do that. the end. I mean, <sighs> sweet tooth. Okay, sweet tooth's not the Joker. <laughs> He's not. No. Needles Kane is not the Joker. So no. the the like him like laughing like a like a you know maniac. Uh, yes. isn't necessarily on brand. That's not that's not sweet tooth's thing. Sweet Tooth isn't like a a laugher guy. Like, no, and of course not. He's like a hardcore serial killer, and yeah, he's he like extremely mentally ill. And it's yeah. like in the wreckage of like Las Vegas, and it's like, Why? is this like post apocalyptic or is like this tournament? Because that's is what Twisted Metal is. Twisted Metal is a tournament. tournament. Yeah. Is it yeah. in Vegas? Because where Anthony Mackie was. That ain't Vegas. It ain't nowhere near. Is he gonna? Is the story gonna be him going to the tournament 
in his fucking Subaru. Like, I don't care. I don't fucking care. It's a real time. It's a real time, <laughs> real time. Anthony Mackie driving oh from Los God. Angeles to oh Vegas. <laughs> Fuck, man. We should we should absolutely do a review episode every week once it comes out. I'm 100% down. I will do it real time. I will do it immediately after. I will do it because I'll probably watch each, each episode twice and just punch holes in the walls of my fucking house. <laughs> the only thing twisted metal about this whole thing uh, is the font they use. Literally, yeah. Let's get into the game then because I there guess. is a lot to talk about in this game. Yes. Then one day, he showed up. Calypso, he called himself. It was a stupid name. I wanted to kill him there and then, but he made me an offer. He said he ran some kind of crazy contest. If I want his game, he promised to show me how to bring an end to the curse. So Twisted Metal Black was released in North America on June 18th, 2001. So about seven months after launch. Mm-hmm. Now, I have like a pretty deep history with the Twisted Metal franchise. I was a huge fan of the first two Twisted Metal games. And I like three and four, too, uh, from like a, you know, fun standpoint, not from a story standpoint at all. No, no, But especially Twisted Metal 2. Twisted Metal 2 is such an incredible banger. Absolute banger. Absolute fucking banger. Like, insane how much fun that game was. And especially for the time. Like, Twisted Metal 1 came out really early in the PlayStation 1's life. Like I want to say it two came out months. the same year, nineteen ninety five ish. It was it was two months after release. Yeah, it was November. And yeah, the playing that after like you know playing stuff on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, insane, L- wild. Yeah. Seems seemed impossible. Yes, it did. The speed Fucking. and like the graphics, which now I think that game is all is nigh unplayable. It's absolutely unplayable. Like, like I shit. don't know what's going on. It, it amazes me that I ever knew what was going on in that game. But, uh, and then the sequel was uh, kind of incredible. And then the second one was the last one that would be made by the guys that would eventually make Twisted Metal Black. And then it went to another, a new studio for development, which is why there is a huge change in three and four. Twisted Metal 4 was the last one for PlayStation. Um, and would be Twisted Metal 4 would be the last one done by 989 Studios, but then it would come back into the hands of a creator and kind of a video game auteur, uh, Mm. David Jaff, who created Twisted Metal and also created God of War. Yes, he did, absolutely. And Santa Monica Studios would actually assist on development. In Twisted Metal Black, but this uh, the developing studio for Twisted Metal Black was Incognito Entertainment. Okay, and this was the first game they did. They wow. would go on to do the next Twisted Metal game, which would be developed after this, or probably in tandem. It's hard to find in the exact for info, sure. but it yeah. would be a PlayStation One game. Yeah, that would come out in two thousand one, which is Twisted Metal Small Brawl. And then they would do War of the Monsters, which is an interesting PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. Downhill Domination, Twisted Metal mm-hmm. Head On, which was a PSP game that eventually would be ported to the PlayStation 2. Yeah. Uh, Calling All Cars for PS3 and Warhawk for PS3, which- Warhawk's a 
I the, think it's Warhawk. I think it's not. I don't. I think it's not related to Warhawk for PS One, which is a very fun game. Very fun game. Then when you said Warhawk, I was like, I like that game. And you said PS Two, I'm like, I don't think that's the same game. Yeah. Um. Oh, it is a remake. It's a remake okay. of it. Well, we'll see. and also Santa Monica Studio assisted on the development of that. So I think uh, uh, David Jaff just kind of sticking his fingers in all kinds of pies. There he is. Yeah. Uh, but they were all they're largely uh, owned by Sony. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So it was kind of a first party internal kind of deal. Yeah. And obviously Sony uh, was the publisher. But uh, yeah, I think there's not there's not a ton on the development of this game. It didn't seem like it had a particularly fraught development cycle, but it is a return to form for what I would say is a a, a pillar franchise for the PlayStation One. Absolutely, and it has a pretty p- fucked up story. So let's yeah. get into that. I thought back to that fateful night. I had been approached by a young couple who brought to me their child. I was to perform one of my most important duties, an exorcism. So Twisted Metal Black is, uh, I mean, if you've ever played any of the Twisted Metal games, they're demolition derby games. You pick a player, they have a car, that car has guns. You shoot guns and missiles and specials and you you blow each other up. And there's not a massive focus on story, but compared to some other games like this, there's actually a lot of story in the background happening. Yes, there is. And for people who uh, want to dive in, there is lots of stuff to dive into. There's always been deep character bios, characters going from game to game and being related to one another. Mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gist of the story for all of the Twisted Metal games is that there's this being, <laughs> and it's it's never super clear what he is. In some uh, versions, in some games, he's a demon or possessed mm-hmm. by a demon. In yeah. some versions, he was sent to hell and Satan gave him his powers. Uh, it's possible he's a multi-dimensional being, but the main antagonist of all the Twisted Metal games is, uh, a character by the name of Calypso. Yeah. And Calypso runs a tournament similar to Mortal Kombat called Twisted Metal. And the winner- It's also similar to, uh, the Hunger Games, and this is the Donald Sutherland character. Yeah. (laughs) Not really. Oh, the Hunger, Hunger Games with Cars. Yeah. Battle Royale is just stealing from Twisted Metal. <laughs> 100%. 100% right. But Calypso basically offers a bunch of degenerates and murderers and criminals and people who are desperate and invites them to participate in his tournament and by dangling in front of them the prize, which is the winner of Twisted Metal will have any wish they desire granted. The- their by heart's this, desire, yeah. I believe, is, is the terminology. Yeah, by the by, this magical being, and considering most of these people are awful mm-hmm. and bad people, uh, they have pretty terrible wishes. A lot of revenge. A lot of revenge. A uh, lot of wishing for the ability to cause more mayhem. 
And also the ones that do want something good or have some sort of, you know, righteous wish, uh, Calypso often in a monkey paw sort of way gives them what mm-hmm. they ask for, but it's not exactly what they ask for. There are a lot of 12 inch pianists in this uh, yeah. <laughs> history of <laughs> twisted metal. Yeah, there's a the uh, Calypso has a very uh, n- there's a very needful things vibe, but uh, in Twisted Metal Black, it there is a, some sort of effort to kind of consolidate uh, where he's pulling these uh, contestants from. But basically, the story is depending on which character you pick, you are I mean, all the characters are have essentially the same beginning story. Uh, all the characters are locked in Blackfield Mental Asylum, the resident mental asylum of a city called Midtown. And basically, they all are rotting away in this asylum. And Calypso comes individually and offers them uh, a hope, a salvation. Yeah. From their predicament, all they have to do is win his contest, and one by one they leave the asylum and engage in twisted metal combat, where you're driving around shooting missiles. So they bust out, they bust out, uh, and by bust out I mean they literally just drive out the front gate, and then- Yeah, there's like a garage door that opens and they drive their car out. Yeah, and then you, uh, you go through the levels. There's a mid boss, mid game boss, mm-hmm. minion, who's a returning character from uh, a bunch of the other games. He's also a an unlockable character once you beat mm-hmm. the game with every other character. Uh, and then you fight a giant helicopter at the end. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, what's the hell? The helicopter's name is Warhawk. The last boss's Warhawk. name is Warhawk. Whoa! Oh, I know, crazy, right? Whoa, think about it. Uh, and then, and then a guy falls out of the helicopter after you blow it. Oh up. my god! That's yeah, my favorite part. Like, ah! that when it, yeah, yeah, he's like falling into the camera. Yeah. In amazing. what way did you? Were you blowing up that helicopter in like that would make him fly out of it that way? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get your cutscene, your final cutscene with Calypso, and you find out what happens. How he boned you, or like the monkey's paw thing you said, or what sick revenge you got on the person or people who you think ruined your life. Yeah, and that's where the where things can either be very boring with this game or very interesting. So obviously, there's you know there's some typical revenge, junkyard dog. Some pilot sprayed him with pesticides and his nose fell off or some shit. He looked like a rat, and then he was like, "Oh no, what happened?" And then he finds his wife making out with the pilot for with some the reason, pilot. talking about how they're going to cash in on his life insurance. And how so, how is he... that the plan to get rid of the husband? <laughs> and so he beats his wife to death with a hoe. Because get it. And then his prize is that he uh, he f- wants to find the pilot. So right. Calypso finds him the pilot, and then he slowly flies a propeller plane into him. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of stuff like that that is just like, okay, sure. Yeah, sure. You say so. Yeah. And there's also some interesting stuff, right? The driver of Outlaw, Agent Stone, he uh, has huge regrets because in in hunting down some terrorists, he accidentally murdered a small child and her mother. And his wish is to go back in time and do it right this time. 
So Calypso right. transports him back in time, and he's more calm. Doesn't let his anger get a hold of him. Kills the terrorist, but not the children or the child and the mother. Only to realize that he hadn't fully killed the terrorist, and the terrorist blows his brains out. Yes, yeah, right. So he ends up dying. He wins Twisted Metal to die. Then there's more. There's a few more interesting uh, characters whose endings. So you have a series regular and a mascot of the whole series, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. A.K.A. Needles Kane. Needles Kane. Needles Kane, the sadistic ice cream truck killer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And his uh, his whole arc is that he was cursed at his own execution by Brimstone. And his head was set on fire and it hurts. Yes. Do- he wants that out. Doesn't feel good. Not a, f- not a fun time. So He's not a fan. He wants the curse gone. So when he gets to the end, Calypso offers him Brimstone's blood and says, if you drink this, your head will no longer be on fire. But if you start murdering, if you start doing more murders, the curse will come back. And Sweet Tooth takes a moment, composes himself, thinks it over, and decides that he's just going to kill Calypso and cuts Calypso's fucking head off. Yep. Which is the most sweet tooth shit ever. Calypso's a clown for not seeing this coming. Mm -hmm. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, and then I guess uh, lore-wise, he kind of takes over, I think. I think so, yeah. Takes over the Twisted Metal tournament. Who knows? Who fucking knows. There's also Char- Charlie Kane and his son, which there's like, is, is it, oh, is it Sweet Tooth's brother? Again, the lore of this game is is so wonky. Yeah. Uh, there's also Axel. Axel is a very, uh, very famous member of this, this team <laughs> as yeah. his car is just two wheels he sticks his arms into. <laughs> been grafted onto his arms yeah. and legs. He's like Jax from Mortal Kombat, but uh, instead yeah. of metal arms, he has wheel arms. Which seems like he wouldn't last long, but hey, he's been in he's, every one of the well, every one of these games. He has. He kind of got the short shrift on this one. A little bit. Yeah, well, he's an unlockable yeah. character in this well, one. Well, that's why, yeah, he doesn't have so like he doesn't have So he doesn't have an opening cutscene. Yeah, which blows. Yes. Uh, there's also another character, another unlockable character uh, named Black, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. He wears a gimp mask, which is funny. Yeah, and his car yeah. is manslaughter. <laughs> but the lore with this guy is that he is chasing down Calypso. To st- He's the original demon that possessed Calypso. And he's chasing down Calypso to... Uh, steal the power back. He like can't talk very well, and he's like, Ugh. yeah, he don't talk so <laughs> don't, don't talk so good. He don't talk so good. Uh, and then when he gets to the end, when he wins Twisted Metal, he gets to the end, and there's just a note that says "fuck you, love Calypso" attached to a mm. bomb, <laughs> <laughs> and it blows up. But of course, does not kill him because goddamn Calypso cannot do anything right. No, of course. He's halfway there. <laughs> but then we get to the most interesting character of Twisted Metal Black, 
which is Minion. Yeah. And Minion's been in like virtually every game. He drives so. like a, it's like, it's almost like a tank. Yeah. It's like an much. armored personnel carrier. And in the other games, he was a, he was a demon. Yeah. He was a demon. In this game, he's like the MAGA shaman. <laughs> like he's got like the buffalo or like a bull's like head, like on top of his own head. But the, what the, the special thing about him is that once you unlock him and as you play through his campaign, you get secret messages in the loading scenes. Yes. On the loading, on the loading uh, screens, you get these random letters. But what they are is you go to the, you know, alphabet, you know, it's like their numerical alphabet code. So like, like one is A, cipher. two is B, yeah. shit like that. And basically by putting these, these codes, coded messages together, you kind of realize that Minion is actually a dual personality of Sweet Tooth. Right. And that it Fucking is possible... Fun that the entirety of this tournament takes place in Sweet Tooth's head. Fucking awesome. And that none of it is real. Which is great. Which is fucking great. Which is why I almost wish that none of the other Twisted Metal games existed, because this would be such a cool thing if, like, the lore just didn't shit on it, like, every, you know, which way, from and, every game yeah. before and after this. Right. But the idea that this is all just inside Sweet Tooth's head. It's beautiful. Yeah. And that he, this is his, like, that somehow Minion, this dude uh, who is clearly unhinged as well, but mm -hmm. is somehow the good guy. Yeah. Uh, I actually watched a YouTube video about this where a guy described it as... Uh, broke it down into you know the three sec the three portions of humanity right the id yeah. the ego and the super ego and it's that needles cane yeah, yeah. doesn't have uh, an ego to keep anything in check so sweet tooth needles is the id completely and minion who is actually marcus kane right marcus yeah, yeah, yeah uh which is one of the secret codes um is the super ego and there's no nothing to keep them in check, and it's just a, a you know m minion can only be around when Sweet Tooth is asleep, right, 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 right. Which is super interesting, and I would love if they would have like dived into that. I kind of want a remake of this game. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, with that as not a through line, but as you know, again, almost unlockable, but an idea to play with in there. Which I yeah, like. this yeah. is like some Mister Robot shit. Everything hurt. My face, my mind, my heart. I remember grabbing for the closest thing I could find. I just lost it. I'd hunt that pilot down sooner or later. But for now, it was strictly between me and Adam. So let's talk about gameplay because there's not a ton to talk about. No, there really isn't. So uh, this game is very fast paced. Yes. This is, I would say, like, I don't know if, uh, this is, this might not be the best comparison, but if you've played any of the Armored Core games, you know that Armored Core 4, uh, was kind of famous for ramping up the speed to the point where, like, norm, normal people couldn't, like, really play it. Right. And yeah. this game is almost there. This game is very difficult to control. 
And I would oh, say yeah. that this game is very hard. Yeah, it is. It's not easy. This is a difficult game. Basically, each round is in an arena, and your job is to kill all the other cars without dying yourself more than, what, three times? Three times, yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, you know, depending on your car, depending on your driver, you have a special, you know, move. Sweet Tooth, like, turns into, like, a Transformer. It's weird. Of course. (laughs) But they all have a special move. And then you can pick up power-ups and different weapons around the stadium, around the arena, such as homing missiles, which are, like, I think the most useful-ass weapon in the game. You also have machine 100%. guns that are, have unlimited ammo, so even if you mm-hmm. run out of the other weapons. There's uh, fire missiles, which are just launching, like, directly in front of you. There's bombs. There's all kinds of weapons. There's little uh, things you can uh, find, like little hidden sections, which is... A hallmark of this series, yes, is finding hidden parts of the arena. I have mm-hmm. such vivid memories of playing Twisted Metal Two, and in the Paris level, you blow up the Eiffel Tower, the Eiffel Tower and it creates yes. a bridge to the rooftops. Yep, you know, fucking awesome. Wall, you can blow up walls and find secret, you know, power ups, and it's one of the coolest parts of the game. And what kind of like breaks the uh, monotony of just like driving around shooting missiles at people. Right, exactly. <clears throat> There's also little power-up sections where you can roll in and it'll heal you, which are very important, mm. but they only do it a certain amount. Yep. There's also environmental hazards that can kill you. In the first level, there's like a trash compactor that you can get like get crushed right. in. And other than that, it's it's a pretty it's pretty simple from that standpoint. It is yeah. simple to understand and I think it's very hard to get really good at. But one of the best things about this game, I think, and it was my favorite part of the series uh, before this game too, is that this is a couch co-op game. Yep. And I love couch co-op games. I love games that you can play with a buddy right next to you and Mm -hmm. bullshit and team up on other people. And, you know, I I think that's super fun. And this game is a great time playing with a buddy yeah it's it's fun alone it's but the exponential fun factor when you play with someone in on a couch is cannot be overstated absolutely and playing with a buddy on a couch it makes the game a little easier makes the learning curve a bit easier because you can kind of team up on guys you can kind of strategize a little bit in a way that Mm -hmm. makes the game easier to handle because you know, maybe I'm just not good at it, but it, this game has a, a pretty steep difficulty in the beginning. Oh, yeah. No question. You know, once you get the hang of it, it gets easier, but it takes a minute to get the hang of a game like this. 100%. All that being said, let's see what other people have to say about this game. I am unspoiled and very curious. I was one of the bridesmaids as usual. My friend Kristen, she was the one getting married. Can you believe what she did? She actually had the nerve to throw the bouquet to me, that little bitch. Looking back, I'm not sure it was such a good idea to come off my medication. So, Twisted Metal Black it is the 61st highest selling game for the playstation 2 fascinating or xbox or gamecube between january 2000 and july 2006 
which is such a weird stat. Weird stat, but makes sense. But this game did garner critical acclaim, and it has a fucking wild Metacritic score of 91 out of 100. Great. Which is insane. That's such a high score for a game like this. It, in uh, GameSpot's Best and Worst of 2001, it was nominated for Best Shooting Game. Mm. Came oh, yeah. in ninth for their Game of the Year category, and it was nominated for Best Graphics Artistic category. Okay. Sure. I would say that. They did some shit. And, and I mean, this this is going back a little bit into, into the game, but I will say that none of these cars, none of these drivers feel like a copy of another one. No. Every car, every driver plays different, feels unique, and is a whole new experience, which gives this game like like an an incredible amount of replay value. I mean, I played this game for dozens and dozens of hours as a kid, and I could easily play it for dozens and dozens of hours now. Knowing that we decided to play this game two days ago, I thought I would just do a refresher, and I fucking play the shit out of it. Yeah. I probably spent seven hours playing yeah, this game. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think I, I I had been playing it recently trying to get uh, online to work on the PS4 mm-hmm. and then when we talked about this, I was just like oh, I'm already here playing it, so let's let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Maxim gave it <laughs> Maxim Magazine famous video game critics Maxim yeah, yeah. Magazine Gave the game all five stars and called it a Road Rager's dream come true, which I think might be missing the point of it, but... Yeah, a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Playboy, uh, also famous video game critics, gave it a 90% and called it fun for the whole family, also. <laughs> I don't cute. know about that. It's cute. Uh, many critics praised its dark and outstanding storylines for each character and its variety of weapons and unlockables, but its hover-style yeah. controls were not changing much. From the previous installments and its unbalanced difficulty were noted criticisms. I do think it's hard. I don't think uh, it not changing control wise too much is a bad thing. I, I, I to floaty driving is twisted metal. Yeah. So getting rid of that, we're getting into what I was talking about with the Mortal Kombat games. Why are you doing it other than to do something different? It's I yeah. like I kind of like that about twisted. I metal. don't want to play Gran Turismo with guns. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to try to hit the apex on a fucking turn while chasing after fucking sweet tooth. Yeah, absolutely not. But no. all games gave it a four and a half out of five stars. Edge, which I don't even know what the fuck that is, gave it a six out of ten. EGM gave it an 8.5 out of ten. Eurogamer, a nine out of ten. Game Informer, a 9.5 out of ten. This might be the highest rated game we've done. This mu- this is. actually looks like it's getting higher scores than God of War. It hit, I think it is. Uh, Game Pro gave it a f- four and a half out of five. Game Revolution gave it an A minus. GameSpot gave it a nine point five out of ten. Game Spy gave it a ninety four percent. GameZone nine point five out of ten. IGN nine point six out of ten. Next Gen five stars. PlayStation Magazine five stars. The Cincinnati Inquirer four out of five stars. A little low, Cincinnati. What are you guys I doing know. out there? I killed Calypso about as well as I ever killed anyone. Now that I'm free, I'm going to be the greatest of all time. 
Okay, so Ian, what are you oh, ranking? Boy. How are you rating this game? I, I'm just gonna. I have to start off as I consider, and there, I, you do not use this word lightly about anything. I consider this game a masterpiece. I, I'm not joking. It's for what I'm looking for out of Twisted Metal. I don't know what could be done better. So it scratches a very particular that, itch. It does. And I've loved Twisted Metal. I think it's the second PlayStation game I got and it fell off. And then it came back to me, at least in such a fucking big, perfect way. The storytelling's on point. It's Twisted Metal. It, they didn't change too much about it. So I'm going to, because I cannot give a perfect rating. I just can't. I'm not going to go out of five. I'm not going to go out of 10. I'm going to go out of a hundred. And I'm going to say 93 out of 100 fucking sweet tooth laughs, uh, exploding skulls, what, uh, whatever. That's pretty high score. Mm. I have more nostalgia for the PlayStation 1 games, mm. but I do think this is the peak. This is the pinnacle. Twisted Metal never got any better than it did here. And I kind of like, honestly, I mean, that's the scary thing about wanting a remake of it, right? Is because it's like, I want a remake, but I don't want much changed. No, same. I kind of just want, I kind of just want like an HD remaster of this game, like a full on HD remaster. So I'm going to give this game eight and a half out of 10 demon babies that are actually just there to get baptized. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. That's what that's that's what I'm gonna give it. I don't think right, it's well, perfect, but I think it's it is pretty fucking great. Here's what I'll say. Here's how I'll defend my review. It's not a perfect video game, but it's to me a perfect twisted metal. Absolutely. And I think this and is that- a game that's uh, driving around, constantly driving around my top five PlayStation Two games. Well, that was Twisted Metal Black, our review. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends, vote in our polls on Spotify, do the whole thing. Smash some bells or whatever. But you can also find us on social medias like Instagram, at DiscreetErrorPod. You can find me at Funeral Casual Games. I'm at Ian Golden Games. And you can also find us on Whatnot, slinging games, talking shit, making tier lists, dropping hot takes about which Tomb Raider is the best, all kinds of stuff like that. And you can find us there at Funeral Casual. And make sure you subscribe on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts. If you go to Spotify, we have cool polls. Got, we got request forms for a game you want Yeah, if you play. want us to play a game, hit us up. Hit us up on Bang. hit us up on the gram. Hit us up anywhere, guys. Just do it. And next week we'll have another sequel for you. We sure do. So please, uh, like we said, like and subscribe, and we will see you then. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs>